everybody. Welcome to Babes on the Brink, where we are recapping Traders UK season two. I always, I always forget what so many things at the same time. UK season two, episode seven to nine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Seven, eight, and nine. Seven, eight, and nine. Somehow. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I know. It's like three weeks, but we're already nine episodes in. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm Chili Billy, and I'm joined, as always, by Canada's best faithful. faithful. Oh, my God. You are Canada's best faithful. <laughs> Canada's best trader. Yes. Canada's best. Yes. It is Mel B. How are you, Mel? Yeah. I'm good. I'm excited to get into this. Yes, I know. I'm you know, very excited. I don't know if you look if you listen to what we said at the end of last episode because I didn't but I have a weird feeling that we predicted (laughs) a lot of this stuff that happened this week okay so we we definitely predicted it I don't think we predicted it in the order and there are some things that were definitely not on my bingo card that have happened that I cannot wait to get into yeah like I am first off you know (laughs) <laughs> I'm excited because we're going back to olden times where all the men were in charge. Yes. And they're all yes. in charge still. And Claudia, yeah. correct me up with that. I know we're yeah. three episodes, you know, yeah. later for that. No. I thought that what a great opener. Yeah. No, know? it's 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 so funny because in some ways they are right. It is the correct thing to be doing for them. <laughs> But unfortunately, the precedent was actually also set maybe six episodes ago. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, no, 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 no. What am I saying? It was set at episode two when they quote unquote recruited Miles. So Mm -hmm. really, no wonder, no wonder that had to be something pointed out because yeah, it's, it's basically how the season's been going. I think I saw a stat on Reddit that was like, basically all their murders have been women and they've only recruited men. That's so funny. Can you can you imagine far out their prediction? But imagine they recruit somebody like Charlotte or something at some point. One somebody else gets you know the axe, and then like one of the traders gets the axe, and maybe they recruit sh- yeah Charlotte or like one of the girls, and then she gets all the other traders out and ends up being the winning trader, and it ends up being a woman after like all of these men. Wouldn't that be funny? It would be funny. It would be funny because Charlotte's <laughs> I don't being, think it's gonna happen. Charlotte's gone, but like <laughs> No, she's not. Charlotte did not get oh Charlotte comes tell- back. <laughs> Charlotte comes hey, back from the Crazier things have happened. Tell <laughs> me you skimmed the last episode without telling me you skimmed the last episode. <laughs> you know what right? is so funny? Um, I literally, <laughs> I watched the two episodes when they sort of came out and then I literally skimmed the last, like the last episode right? this morning. Yeah. It's, it's just really funny because, and it's, <laughs> like, we obviously we'll just jump around anyway, but you know, we yeah. talked so much about Charlotte last week and then we sort of didn't care about what she <laughs> I know, poor Charlotte. We were super gay for her. And then we were yeah. like, bye. And you know what's so funny? I, I saw your face as I was saying it. And I was like, am I getting the person wrong? No, Charlotte is who I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I could tell by your face. And, and then I thought back. <laughs> but I was thinking like, no, that was Charlie who yeah. got murdered. Yeah. Like, Phil's wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But that's because she wasn't murdered. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. was yeah, All she right. Was maybe banished. we should get into it. Okay. So okay. We open up um, episode seven. Yes. With everybody showing up to the round table yeah. and everybody is confused because Diane took the poison. How come she's here? Like what's yeah. going on? Wow. Um, cut to Claudia coming in and letting us know that 
there was somebody who was poisoned, but it's not, it's a slow acting poison. Yeah, she's dying. they will die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but I not only, quite dead. I only sort of, it's only sort of sort of computed in my mind now how sort of morbid the terminology they use for this show is. You are slowly mm-hmm. dying. You've been <laughs> murdered. Like I, the, because I think in because when they have banishments, it's like you're just getting, you're going. But it's, yeah. it only goes grim when it start, you start murdering people, you start poisoning people, and mm-hmm. obviously that's to go alongside the trait, like the traitors in terms of them as a it's concept a or whatever. And like, yeah. But it's just really interesting. Um, yeah, I never thought about it. And then they hopped in the graves and I was like, whoa, actually this is, if, if you had some sort of um, real, mo- and obviously they probably would have to vet people who've had some sort of strong connection with mm-hmm. death or something um, before they're into the show or else they're just going to completely have a breakdown. Breathe but out. I found, yeah. Yeah. I feel too like, you know, getting into the coffin probably wasn't, as scary in person, you know what I mean? Cause they were yeah. lying there, but like it was open. It wasn't actually dug underground, and they're, they're, you know, they're in a box, but you know, it wasn't too, too bad, but and people yeah, are throwing it's... roses on you. <laughs> <laughs> I like, but from above, <laughs> they're like, can we also talk about die. how easy? Yeah. Bye. How easy that mission was. Oh, like that was, that like, was... well, I, that was a gimme. That was a gimme. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So Diane is dying. They decide that, okay. Uh, we're going to sort of do this reveal via the mission in which you have to guess literally very obvious things. And then those mm-hmm. people by process are eliminated <laughs> from the options. So basically the producers get to decide who by the end of it, you have to pick from is getting murdered. And then you have, to... I just found that really, I don't know if contrived is the right word, but it, it very, very convoluted. It was like, we pick basically the producers pick the end result of this challenge via the means see, of you quote unquote making yeah and i mean things. they do that too when it comes to like breakfast and everything yeah. you know what i mean like like when they decide who's coming in like they do that based on like who has suspicion around them they want yeah. to mix things up a little you know what i mean like it's one of the reasons i'm sure that i was brought in last in the banishment episode for my season because mm all eyes would be on me and see how I could actually handle it as opposed to like, had I come in first, it probably wouldn't have been as obvious. Maybe it would have lasted another day. You know what I mean? Like Paul gets a lot of eyes on him now in this mission, you know? Yeah. Cause I was thinking now in retrospect, now that out of those three people who were laid in those coffins, so obviously one was Diane cause she had to die. One was Paul who was a traitor mm-hmm. and got banished. And the other person was Evie at this mm-hmm. point in time, the others must if they use their brains, they're probably like, oh, Evie's just like, was just literally the red herring. Like she's mm-hmm. nothing, which she has had no suspicion on her. So, hey, that it probably adds to it. Yeah. Yeah. And also like the one thing I didn't see coming from this though, was that they would clock miles so quickly because like yeah. from, from being there, I know that like every time that we would do a mission, like it'd be like morning, noon or night, like we'd always end up like our reality parts where we would be talking about the game was always done like bar adjacent. So like our library was kind of like tucked around the corner from the bar, like outside was around the other corner, like everything was very close. So we would be able to get a drink. And like after any of the missions, there would somebody always like one or two, maybe three people will go in behind the bar and be like, who wants what? And like hand out drinks. Yeah. So it was very 
easy to get a drink from multiple people and not realize who'd ever handed you a drink. So, you know, as hard as this mission looked for a trader, it also could have been very easy. Yeah. And as we've seen in, in other uh, seasons, other places, it, it can be very easy. Yeah. But like the fact that there were only two people that handed Diana a drink was, mm. was probably the trickiest. Yeah. Right? Be- yeah. Because I, because I think Annabelle said um, in the multiple, <laughs> I don't know if you listen to mine and animals podcast, but we basically said the listening order for, the this <laughs> this line of traders is they have to listen to us first, then me and Annabelle do US. I and heard and that. Annabelle do. <laughs> so if you're listening down the line of all of them ending up with Puya yeah. and Rob, um, basically Annabelle was like, "At the you might as well just throw it to the wolves and just put it because the thing is, unfortunately for, and I think compared to the US one where it was real casual, from what I gather, um. Mm-hmm that Miles really made it a thing. I don't want this one. Do you want this one? I like yeah. some, it's like. This is fizzy rosé. Yeah, I don't e- like fizzy yeah, rosé. Yeah. You take the fizzy rosé. Yeah. So it just like brought too much highlight to it. And also, yeah, if you're, because the, wasn't the whole premise of Miles doing it that he is the person who normally does hand out the drinks, yet he mm-hmm. didn't actually do that. He got received a drink and then palmed it off, which is way more suspicious. I feel like at the end of the day, they sh- should have played it way better than they did. I think had he taken the cup and been able to like sneak it in behind a bar and then be like, okay, who wants a drink? And just start yeah. pouring and handing, that would have been much less like obvious. Now, I mean, again, hindsight's twenty twenty. They don't yeah. see that you know, um, they're not going to know exactly the cup. They're just going to know that they were poisoned. You yeah. know what I mean? And this cup does look pretty suspicious. But, yeah, I feel like if there was, like, a group of people and, and he was like, shots or, yay, let's cheers yeah. to the day or – well, uh, but even then, I feel like if you stand up and you're like, hey, let's cheers, that's also suspicious. But I, I still feel like handing out yeah. a bunch of drinks You have to do multiples. Once, yeah. Yeah, would probably be – a lot easier. Yeah, because at the end of the day, because it was a singular gesture, it was so identifiable as he did it for Diane, as opposed to mm-hmm. if he had done five drinks and Diane happened to be one of them, then they all can't say, if Diane said, well, Miles gave me a drink, then Miles could be like, yeah, but I also gave Evie, Harry, blah, 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 a drink. So technically, using that logic, you're all poisoned as well. So mm-hmm. what's what's so the deal? Be. So it can't be me, but um, unfortunately, yeah, that was how crazy. That was literally Miles's undoing. It was nothing else. We thought there was this whole setup, and and we had said so. Like what we've been predicting this whole time was <laughs> Paul outing himself, or you know, like like just getting fucked over, or yeah. um, you know, like something going on there. But like Miles making it to the end, and it'd be Miles and Harry, and Harry winning out over Miles. Yeah. And to see Miles go first was yeah. just crazy to me. Like that yeah. was super unexpected. And and the way that Paul dug into him at the table was just, oh, it was beautiful. It, and it made the next episode so much better. Yeah, it's sort of really <laughs> funny because I guess when I've been looking on Reddit and reading sort of everybody really, really sort of is like, Paul is such a villain. He was like, so this, that. And I don't know, maybe it's my just reading of Paul or something like that. I didn't find him 
I found I did find him that particularly smug. Uh, it's so interesting. My read of smugness and overconfidence and stuff like that, I only consider it when it's overt. So let's say yeah. someone like Sam in Annabelle season of the traders, so smug, so um overconfident, so arrogant, all this sort of thing. And I find it really interesting um that everybody sort of applied similar thought processes to um to Sam to Paul. Um because I thought that's why he did do so well was that he didn't necessarily come across that way. Um, I found the burying him, like burying the other traders as the stretch of, oh, you're now stepping out of your, you, now you're so confident in your in yourself as a trader yeah. that you're doing this gesture, which to me would then be the obvious thing. Like the... And like, I, I agree with you. I didn't find him you know, smug and like full of himself and all this sort of like, I, I hear the same thing about Koozie from my season. Yeah. But like, I just look at that as like, they're obviously doing a good job with Mm. the faithful. The faithful have no idea that, you know, they are traitors behind the scenes. You're going to play it up for the camera because that's the fun. That's the like, Hey, I'm murdering these people at night and they don't know. Like that's exciting. I don't want to see some boring ass trader sitting in the seat being like, Oh, well, I guess we got another one and I feel so bad. You yeah. want to, you have to have a villain, right? Like, I don't yeah. know why it is, but I just love a villain. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Paul was good at it because he had fun, you know? Yeah. And same with Koozie. Like, if you're having fun while you're doing it, it makes for good TV. Well, yeah, because I think Koozie suffered from the same thing where she was fine up until the points where she was under the pressure. And then it, the, mm. the, the extra version of whomever came out. And so, yeah, it's sort of that thing where I feel like, and we talked about it every single week, but if you're maintaining that one level, you have to keep that one level, basically. Yeah. And mm-hmm. unfortunately for people like Kuzi, like Paul, it's just one or, it's like two extremes, um, yeah. which is why someone like Harry still seems to be skating by. Which oh my God, I'm, I'm so gay for Harry. Yeah. No, I know. Like, I know. It's, it's. And but, I'm super gay for Ross. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very I know. excited for it's, this. It's really funny because I guess I haven't really thought of Ross. Uh, well, to be honest, I feel like Diane sort of has overshadowed Ross so much in that duo mm-hmm. most of the season. And then obviously Diane left and then Ross sort of, sort of took a tumble with the Paul banishment and now is coming. I am, I was thinking about this before we started and when I was just going for a walk and I, my favorite thing about this season is when I think about each week when we've been talking about it, and when I've been watching it, is that there really, really has been such a good, consistent storyline. There's been set up, there's been characters, mm-hmm. people have been developing, all this sort of thing. And and you watch you watch Survivor as well. Like I feel like sometimes with Survivor, it's very situational. So people pop in mm-hmm. and out depending on what sort of happens in the episode, but there's never mm-hmm. a long game sort of playing out really it's just moves by moves but the traders are so good because you can see sort of the character like realistically what has Ross done but Mm -hmm. at this point in time we've now understood that you know he started off with his mom they sort of kept it low-key he was sort of driving some sort of wrong votes he sort of stepped back his mom um, got murdered (laughs) um and then so funny like and so now we've reached this point where it's like oh Ross, hello. You're what are mm-hmm. you going to do now? Despite him actually not having done too much, uh, like, yeah, too much yeah, exactly. But um, he's doing he's doing a lot for the audience too. Like when he, I don't remember who it was said in the in the car, the car yeah. chat. 
Yes. And somebody was like, oh, Ross uh, or Diane was like my mom. And he was like, yeah, yeah, my yeah. mom first. And it gives the wink. Yes. If that wasn't just like that made me gay for him right there. I was yeah. like, this is perfect. Like, yeah. This is so funny. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm a big Ross fan now. Ross and Harry are my probably my two favorites at the moment. Yeah. And um, I can't wait to see the bloodbath between them. Yeah. That is inevitable. Yeah, it's going yeah. to happen. Was there any other sort of thoughts you had about Miles versus Paul before we move on? I really enjoyed it. I really, I love a good fight at the table. I love that Miles fought back. I love that he is like, I, if I'm going down, I'm taking all of you with me. Um, That's the one thing that I feel like it's insane with some of the traders when they do trader and trader violence. It's like the mm-hmm. more you push. For them, the more they're going to come for you and the more it's going to mm-hmm. put you under suspicion. And I find that really mm-hmm. bizarre because what really should be happening is you should, I, and obviously this is me speaking from the experience of somebody who's never done the traitors, but if I was a traitor, and obviously you can speak to this, uh, but I guess unfortunately you weren't in a, you were never in this situation, <laughs> but you know, I would assume that if you hear somebody's name out there and you want to push it to happen, I I would assume that you would actually push, encourage other people to push for it to happen, not you push it yourself. Because now not we're getting exactly like come at you. Yeah. yeah. And now we've gotten this weird thing towards the end of the final episode where, you know, people, and at this point, I think we've, um, I think I talked about it with Annabelle, but the meta obviously of the show is changing now as more and more seasons are developing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the concept of a trader hunter basically equates to you're a trader. Because if you're not getting mm-hmm. murdered the next opportunity, then guess what? You are straight up a trader. There's absolutely mm-hmm. no way that somebody's going to constantly get traders out based strictly off intuition and confidence. Like, that's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. Every time a trader goes after another trader, they say, you said that with so much confidence. You had so much. Ev- blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, because they're also a trader. There's a reason. There's a reason. But for some weird reason, they're more likely to say you're a trader hunter first and foremost than you are a trader. And I find that really annoying after. So especially this season, it's happened multiple times yeah. now where their traders have eliminated. Other tra- yeah. Yeah. Now and now Harry. they're saying it to Harry. Yeah. 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 Now one thing I did really enjoy was when Paula miles are going at each other yeah. and Harry leans into Zach and yeah. says, feels a little bit like two traitors fighting. And yeah. that's where I became the most gay for Harry because yeah. I was like, you little scenes. vixen. Yeah. Like that is so smart. And he's just, he's just the character that we keep like day one, they tapped his shoulder. And I'm like, this poor child mm. has no idea what he's in for. Yeah. And now I'm watching it. I'm like, he is schooling me. Like mm. this, not child, like this, he, he was designed for this game. Like he's doing yeah. so well. Yeah. Um, and when he leaned in and said that to Zach, I was like, that's brilliant. It, it was just a, a little tiny comment, a throwaway thing. But Zach, Zach especially, is going to take that and run with it. Harry can sprinkle it a couple more places, you know. And as we see, he starts to do that, right? But again, skipping ahead. No. Um, they get Miles out. Everybody yep. rejoices. They decide that they're going to recruit because yes. they want to throw somebody under the bus. But mm. Harry is thinking he doesn't want to throw somebody under the bus. He knows Paul's in danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I need a partner to yep. throw Paul under the bus. Yeah. Um, 
And then we get Andrew. And I didn't know if Andrew was going to accept. Yeah. Well, I like, think I that, wasn't sure. I think all the UK people are all sort of tainted by what happened to Alex the previous mm-hmm. season. So I think they're mm-hmm. never going to not take the offer now. Because they don't yeah. know. Who, because especially with these people, I feel like they are so blinded by everybody basically up until, especially up until Andrew gets recruited, that they have no idea who the actual traders are, that mm-hmm. they have no trust in anybody to, if they say no. Because the funny thing is, I think it is when Andrew gets recruited and uh, Paul and Harry say, well, he could have just said no. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. you're saying that in retrospect after he's already said yes. Can you though? Yeah. Because yeah. if he said no... Like- He's already, the half the rubric you guys sort of used was that he sort of was like onto you guys sort of kind of, and he'd already had suspicion and all this sort of thing. Like if he had said no, basically he, my favorite, I kind of became gay for Andrew when he sort of was like, well, you guys would have murdered me. And they're like, no, 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 we wouldn't (laughs) have had this absolute. He's like, you guys are fucking lying to me. I've seen you now do it twice. Like, are you idiots? Mm -hmm. what is wrong with you? Like, I kind of appreciated Andrew at that point because to me it just read as his awareness shone a lot. Like, his the way he pieced it together in that moment mm-hmm. showed a lot more than what he had been doing previously. And I feel like that to me was like, cool, he knows what's happening here. So at least we know with the actions they're doing as traders, he's at least conscious or at least placating. Mm-hmm. My favourite thing is I feel like Andrew's just placating Harry for now. I think so. I think Andrew, yeah, I became super gay for Andrew. I think that he went in there and he was like, he even said, he's like, you're, you're going to throw me under the bus. Like he looked at them. I was like, you're, I'm, I'm the scapegoat. Like you are putting me as a traitor to throw me under. And then he's watching. Like, he's like, you can tell he's nervous. He's rotted that he got picked for one. Then as he's going, he starts to watch Harry and watch Paul. And then he sees Harry throw Paul under the bus then the next day, Harry, you know, gets the shield and he's like, oh, I did this so that we can um, recruit somebody else. And then yeah. I can say that I tried to get murdered. And I can see, like, I know he didn't say it or maybe he didn't. I missed it. But like Andrew's wheels look like they're turning and he's going along with Harry. Yeah. But I think in his brain, he's thinking like, OK, good for you, Harry. But yeah. where does that leave me? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, you know, then they they recruit Ross and I mean, I know we're jumping all over, no, but no, Harry, no. Harry gets a little cocky with it now. Yeah. Now Harry's starting to be the Paul, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, Diane had it coming. We had to shut her up. Yeah. And the look on Ross's face, I'm just watching and I'm just like, now I think it's going to be Ross and Andrew as the yeah. final traders. Yeah. This is no, crazy. I, yeah, I think. And that's the insane thing about sort of, and I get it. It's a short period of time and so much is happening and I'm sure as a trader, momentum really builds. And so you do get that confidence and stuff like that. But I think what Harry keeps forgetting is that these two, especially at this point, have only literally just joined. Yep. <laughs> so They have no allegiance they, to him, period. Yeah, they're zero. From their, from their perception at this point, you've been playing us for two weeks. You've literally mm-hmm. murdered all our friends. You've you murdered, murdered you've my banished, mother. Yeah, murdered my mother. <laughs> you've banished everyone you've you've banished your own traders like the confidence mm-hmm. harry has in manipulating them is so out of whack and the mm-hmm. thing is at this point i think harry slowly actually probably hasn't 
realize, but he's slowly now banishing people who are on his side. Like Charlotte would have gone along with Harry, you know, she Uh would have. Now, now he's stuck with Jazz, Zach, Evie, like all these people who were. uh, Are good traitor hunters. So it's like, uh, unfortunately you are overcome. You are what, what you have Molly. And mm-hmm. even Molly is a bit like, I don't know why mm. they're not, but to be up, which was kind of a bit annoying because I, I, I hope she's, <laughs> I hope she's intentionally vocalizing this for her own defense to because, stay. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm like, Molly, put piece it together. You're literally answering your Come own Come on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's real interesting. I did find it really interesting um, that also sort of the catalyst for, so going into the next en- episode, you know, Andrew's recruited, they do this challenge. Mm-hmm. I actually forgot. What was the challenge? What was the mission? Oh, the crossbow mission. The crossbow. And, yeah. And then Molly gets the shield and blah, blah, blah. And I'm really surprised. Now I rewatched it. It's like, Paul didn't actually drive the conversation about Harry. He sort of just agreed with Charlotte or whoever he did. it was. Yeah. But yeah. all Harry needed yeah and I just found that hilarious I was just like wow he really really just flipped I don't think that that would have mattered I think Harry decided what he was going to do to Paul when he said it at the round table before Miles was gone Harry knew when they were recruiting Andrew Paul is next to go so whether he said that in confessional or they just didn't air that in confessional there is no way I'm going to believe that he decided to turn on Paul in that moment when everybody said, oh, Paul's been saying your name, Harry. Like, that yeah. was probably maybe the the straw that broke the camel's back. But that yeah. wasn't his, you know, first time thinking about it because he already planted those seeds. Yeah. It sort of reminds me of, like, so you've watched all of Survivor, American Survivor, right? Mm-mm. <laughs> what, have, you seen, have you seen Kagayan? I am a non-survivor watcher. Oh my god! Wait, Don't I feel like we've had me. this. No, I feel like we've had this conversation before. But um, but I'm going to watch the next season. Yeah, because it's like two a year, so I can catch up. You know, I oh, can't you can, catch up like oh, at you all, can just but I can follow the highlights in. of whatever season. Mm-hmm. But there's a season where somebody who wins, um, one of their things was that uh, they would essentially bait people into saying specific things and then they would sort of use that as their evidence to be the reason why they had to vote somebody out which in a survivor context is a bit convoluted because it's like you didn't actually need to make me say something but you but Mm -hmm. in some ways you needed to hear those words as sort of evidence to say hey you had at one point in time considered voting out this other person so that gave me good reason to vote you out to prove blah, 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 blah. And so it kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of that. Like, uh, Harry didn't need Paul to have driven that conversation, but he needed Paul to had have known that Paul didn't defend him in that moment to say, guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm on you. Which yeah. is why I think Paul was so caught off guard because to his knowledge, he probably had done at least enough. But... Yeah, it was really interesting to sort of witness sort of how easily Harry was able to do that because I feel like every week we sort of, in the same way, like we say at the beginning, we have all these predictions and they do pay off the next week just in a random mm-hmm. order. I feel like now, yeah, the downfall of Harry has begun. We've seen so mm-hmm. much evidence of everybody being like, hmm, because, for example, Wilf this time last season, I don't think he had that much suspicion on him. 
I think they were going through Wilf, the motions towards the end. Yeah, Wilf was going to win if he didn't have to get, you know, a parting gift, honestly. Yeah. Like, Wilf, nobody suspected him. Like, the people that did didn't matter. Like, they, you know, they went home or I can't remember exactly now because it's been a while. But Wilf just did fabulous and yeah. everybody trusted him. Um, it wasn't until that parting gift that was it Hannah was it, is that Hannah season yeah yeah Hannah when was Hannah like, was basically like and she and she struggled yeah she struggled with letting him go because you know I think in her mind she didn't care to share she was like yeah. I want to share with everybody yeah. you know like and Wilf I know that you're not a traitor and you have this family and like they really really bonded they had a yeah. great relationship and that parting gift just stayed in her brain and she yeah. struggled so hard because when she banished him, she was just kind of like, she didn't believe in herself. Yeah. She was like, I will never forgive myself if he becomes a traitor. Yeah. Um. So, you know, she did that and it, she just happened to be right. But I yeah. really think it was because of the parting gift. If that didn't happen, Karen yeah. didn't do that. Um. I think Wolf would have won the game. Yeah. And like lame. Harry, uh, you know, I know I've, I've called him the Wolf of the season. Yeah. And we have like talked about him being the winner yep. and everything because he's doing, you know, he's he's the new Wilf, but he won't get outed. But yep. I think he's, he's outing himself at this point. Yeah, because the thing is with Wilf is that Wilf did do big sweeping moves, but he did so much, like, I mean, the most in terms of trying to mend relationships and really, mm-hmm. well, I feel like Harry's relying on the perception of him. So he's relying yep. on everybody still perceiving him as that innocent boy type but now mm-hmm. as the others have seen with because they also at that point there was only two traders eliminated and they were Alyssa and amanda who were not his archetype basically mm-hmm. they were not comparable to him so it was really easy to sort of be like well they were like this and you're like this but i think in this exactly. situation paul and miles and harry all were sort of very similar and so yeah. if they really want to track in their mind the sort of patterns and because they've and, now banished three people, uh-huh. patterns form. And so, unfortunately. And Paul and Harry were so close. Yeah. And Paul was so sure about Ash and Paul was so sure about Miles. Yeah. And then Harry was so sure on Paul yeah. that people are starting to look and be like, well, how did you know that? Like, yeah. um, you know, and because he was such a good traitor hunter, why are you now not murdered? Like that, like yeah. that banishment of Paul, you are the reason we banished Paul, Harry. It was You're the one who did that. Why are you still alive? Yeah. Right? Would would so. the trick would the trick be if you're a trader trying to get another trader is to basically open the discussion but sort of tandem the accusation. So be like, I was talking to Mel and we think mm-hmm. together, we've we've compiled the evidence and we think that blah 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 yeah. blah. blah. Then everybody's like, I well, mean, there's two of you. Or you could be like me, Mel, and Anna, Annabelle mm-hmm. all together yeah. decided that la, 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 la. And then you can each say evidence and all this sort of thing. Then, oh, well, you're trader hunters collectively. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll admit it. It's uh, damned if I know what makes a good trader. Um, yeah, of course. Still, no. still very much trying to figure that out, piecing that together. If somebody wants to DM me and give me some tips. Gladly appreciate it. Um, but I, I mean, I think that sounds like a great strategy, actually, is not to just come right out and be the full hunter. Now, I mean, Mike did that in my season pretty well, actually. Like, mm. when he did come for me, he opened up the table at me, but he wasn't the one coming for me. So he, like, opened it up and said it. I defended myself. And then, 
like other people chimed in and he just kind of sat back. Yeah, because I would say that's the thing that Mike was really good at was that every Mm. time things were directed towards him, he would say, well, blah, blah, like, you know, we have been making good connections lately. And then that would bring the other person into the discussion. So then that sort of information was distributed between two people. I find it really funny and like to go to the very last round table where Charlotte goes, there's a lot of just one-on-one sort of fights and a lot Mm -hmm. of you're being defensive while you're accusing me. Oh, well, why are you being defensive? Yeah, because there's two of you talking. I'm over it. Like get over it. To be honest, I was kind of, by the time Charlotte left, I was like, to be honest, Charlotte, you really dug yourself the biggest hole. Like you were, You'll be, you had too many double standards when it came to a lot of this. Cause that's the other thing as well, especially with this, with sort of these, I wouldn't say this specific group, but with some sort of faithfuls is that they have too many double standards. So mm-hmm. they, they love telling people when they're not on the hot seat, you're being defensive. This is why you're mm-hmm. a traitor. And then they flip and then they go, you're being, oh, you're being de- like when that's on them, you're being defensive. Like, well, I'm sticking up for myself. Duh. That's what you were doing Listen, to Jasmine just then. It's a game of hypocrites, period. Yeah. yeah. Just period. Traders, so, faithful. They're all full of it. They're all hypocrites. Yeah. Like I remember when I was there and like people were like, we need to follow evidence. And then they're like, yeah, no, yeah. we think you're a traitor because you 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 your vibe is off. And it's like, what are you talking no, about? Like no. you're not doing what you're saying. No, because that was my favorite thing you you said was you're like, you need to find reasons why I'm not I'm a yeah yeah well now listen I will say that was edited beautifully the way that came out that wasn't exactly what I said um I think I've, I'm trying to remember now I really want an uncut roundtable so bad yeah but when people came to me what I said was I gave reasons why I wasn't a traitor yeah so I basically I was like I'm not a traitor I'm just an energetic person and yeah. people were like oh you seem so confident and I was like that's my personality like yeah. I'm just a confident person I'm not scared to die because I'm just so appreciative that I'm here. Like I had an yeah. answer for everything. Yeah. And then at the end of it, I was like, you guys aren't listening to me. Like I'm telling you why I'm not a traitor, but nobody's yeah. even trying to learn why I'm not, why I'm a faithful. Yeah. Like yeah, the way that applying... it got edited, it made yeah. it look like I was saying, you need to find reasons why I'm a faithful. <laughs> Not what I said. (laughs) I said why I'm not a traitor, but how come there's no, you know, how come there's no also, these are why I'm not a traitor, but also this is why I'm a faithful, you know? And that's that's exactly the thing. It's like Charlotte, almost the whole season was so like, well, Brian, you're acting crazy. So you're definitely a (laughs) traitor. How dare you? And then when it gets thrown onto her, oh no, I'm just acting like this because I'm a faithful, blah, blah. Well, Unfortunately, you've set your own precedent for how you're going to be mm-hmm. perceived. If you're going around accusing people, saying their behavior in this moment is what is uh, considered treacherous, then guess what? Mm-hmm. When you act the same exact same way, or if you act out of character, you're going to have the exact same eyes on you, which is why people like Zach and Evie, like people who basically are faithful, faithfuls that have been acting the same the whole, literally the whole entire time, Molly, they're gonna. There's gonna be nothing directed towards them because, especially someone like Zach, everybody's now just being like, "Well, Zach just says random shit all the time," and like, yeah. it's never right. And which is also kind of annoying because Zach is the type of person who will say the right thing and then say the wrong thing, and when somebody says the right thing, he'll consider them wrong. And well, I'm like Zach, 
pick a pick a lane, please. I want to like you. I do like you, but like... I, I like Zach. I do. Yeah, he's he's an enjoyable character. One thing I think it might have been. I don't know if it was Zach or Ross because I do. They are interchanging sometimes in my brain. Yeah. But um, they do the same thing. Jazz. Yeah. Jazz like hauled a group aside, and he was yeah. like completely on the money. He's like, I yeah. think that 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 Harry and Paul, this conversation happened at a traders meeting. Yeah. I don't think, and they're just looking at him. They're like, oh, jazz and your crazy theory. Yeah, and uh, I, I, was that Zach said it? Yeah, it was Zach. I thought that was I was so like, good. Zach, yeah, again, it's like, so you can get a pass for saying yes. ridiculous things. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. considered that. But I guess in the same way, he, he at least he, he's like, well, that's yeah. jazz. But it's just so funny how he's just so on the money jazz mm-hmm. like i obviously i feel like we've been gay for jazz since whatever we oh jazz is jazz is is like i really feel like if he's in the fire yeah. part it's gonna be heartbreaking if he gets to the fire and then they get him out yeah because i feel like if he has enough people that trust him and he gets to the fire he'll get out the traitors but like can he survive because he's got so much suspicion on him anyway I, so, like, I don't know that he would be able to win the game at this point either way. And I don't want to be, and I know you're actually real similar. I don't want to read into edits and production stuff like that. But, like, surely the payoff is that Jazz does succeed in some kind of way. Because we hear so yeah. much from Jazz about timing and considering um, telling mm-hmm. people information and all that sort of stuff, which you could say someone like Evie is probably also doing um, from what yeah. we can see. But she's not getting that as highlighted as much. Um, mm-hmm. Same with, I'm sure Zach is saying, like, I'm sure half these people are saying similar things. And I would just love to, I would love to give production a lot of credit and say they are setting us up for the satisfaction of, because to be fair, the Miles thing was set up in some kind of way. Ash, mm-hmm. Paul, um, like basically every murder and banishment has been set up. Even the fact that Charlie missed out on the shield and we had so mm-hmm. much content about that. Oh, and that then was, she was so murdered. good. You mm-hmm. know, little things like that uh, make me fully trust these editors that and production, like story editors and all that sort of thing, that we will have some sort of payoff for Jazz's storyline. Even the fact that we I got his whole so. backs. We even got hit out of all the people now. He, we don't have the rest. It's what him and Harry. We don't have Andrew's backstory. We don't. We have Ross. Obviously, Ross has Diane backstory, so he counts. But no Evie, no Jasmine, no. no. Mo- well, we got a lot of Molly content. Unless um, we get that, like toward, like, do we know how many episodes there is going to be? I, I feel like there's going to be more than ten. No, but if we're you, done episode nine. Yeah, but if you think about last season, did we get any Meryl content? Did we get any Hannah content? Yeah, they, we're um, probably not going to get everybody. So it's, but I feel like the characters who were big characters, we did get content from. Mm-hmm. So actually, I don't think we got that much story content from many of the we people. Usually get, we usually get the content when they're going to do well or they're going to be gone. Yeah. Like, like what, who was the, um, was it Andrea yeah. in season one? And yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah, coming out. Storyline, and then they were like, <laughs> bam, she's yeah. gone. Like, yeah. They make you love them and then they take them away. So the fact that Jazz hasn't been murdered or banished yet, that could be a bit of foreshadowing that maybe he's going to make it to the end or, yeah. you know, maybe he'll his win. Back, his backstory was last week, which was three episodes ago now. Mm-hmm. So which if you were practically just. Practically a year. Yeah, it's like ages. Yeah, so no, I feel like we're going to definitely have 
jazz payoff in what way, shape or form it is, it will be there. I feel like it will be very unsatisfying if it's because he gets to the fire and gets eliminated because they think he's a traitor. That would be so unsatisfying. But he might, he might, or, or maybe it'll be the gut wrenching Australian season one where we're all rooting for him. And everybody's like, yes. And then they're like, oh, no, Jazz's face. My no. heart is shattered. <laughs> no, but with that one, that was like so late game, the sort of characterization <laughs> of that person. And I'll, and it did it did pay off because it was sort of like short, a shorter period of time. But Jazz's storyline yeah. is very long term, I would say. True. As much as Harry's is. Like maybe this season just ends up Does. being a season of Harry and Jazz. And maybe Jazz becomes the traitor. And like, because we predicted that early. We're like, yeah. wouldn't it be funny if none of these traitors ended up being the winning traitor? And what if they recruit Jazz and Jazz wins? Like that. Yeah, like, that. Maybe we manifested it, even though this has already been filmed long ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. No, no, we don't know any spoilers or anything like that right? to anybody who suspects that we're predicting correct things. Oh, yeah. Uh, but We're just really good at reading it, apparently. Yeah, it's it's... Well, yeah, because like I was saying, the ed- the story editing is very good, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. I I just I love hate it. when it's I like I want to feel like I'm on a journey. I don't want yeah. week to week different scenarios, episode to episode different scenarios. Oh, this I don't person want confusion. finally confusion. Yeah, I want to know the narrative of why we got to the end. Um, which I find with a lot of shows, they do a lot of these are the characters of the season and we're just going to follow their journey regardless of the end Mm -hmm. result. And Mm -hmm. I never find that interesting because you do end up in scenarios where all of a sudden you're at the end with a bunch of people where you have zero investment in their success. Mm -hmm. And whether or not it's Harry, Andrew, Ross, Jazz, whoever, unfortunately, basically all the other faithful other than Jazz, I don't, I'll have the almost as well. The thing is with the first season, what happens at the end fully turned me around so hard, at least on Hannah, mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, good for her. <laughs> yeah, it completely true. makes up for it's your lack so of true. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, people like Marilyn, Aaron didn't do anything <laughs> for me. But I was like, good on you, Hannah. Because <laughs> that right? was the thing. Was that so was good. the big, that was the big, bitch. sorry, we're talking about this as a pe- people would have yes, to watch this. Yeah, sorry for anybody listening. We may have to cut that out. Okay, let's move forward. So in episode eight, I yeah. think we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so Paul gets to the round table. Harry just comes down with the hammer and Paul gets eliminated. So two nights in a row, mm. they get two traitors. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe Harry won't be. So like they, if, if we think about it, they got Ash first, mm-hmm. then they got Miles, then they mm-hmm. got Paul. So that's three traders total. Yep. They don't know that there was four. They yeah. do know that somebody was recruited, but will they be looking? Do you think, I don't think these people are playing on a meta level at all, but no, no, no. I'm just wondering, like, do you think that they would start looking possibly for a female because they've already gotten out two men and only I, one woman? Well, that's probably why they went for Charlotte, to be honest. Well, that's what they were talking Mm -hmm. about. They were talking about recruitments because at this point, to their knowledge, there was Paul, Miles, and Ash, and those are three, and they were talking Mm -hmm. about who Paul could have recruited. So I think they are thinking in that way, which is why they did Charlotte. Banished Charlotte. So actually, I think basically we just answered your question. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think I think uh, I didn't think that question through. So we open up uh, episode nine, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Charlie gets murdered, um, and that random murder points to Charlotte. Yes, and so, and to be honest, that is why, and not to jump to the end as well. That is why Jasmine is also getting suspicion. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. basically, obviously, oh, well, actually, you asked that question as if. We would have, and if we hadn't seen the next episode, the logic, like, as in this is what the play out is, basically. Right, but yeah. The That's why I feel like Jasmine and Charlotte are get, and hey, they keep saying at the end of this episode with so much certainty that Jasmine is out next, which RIP Jasmine, you're done. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. And I like Jasmine. I see, like the Jasmine. thing is, too, like, I think Jasmine is very good as a trader hunter. Yes. You know what I mean? Like she, yeah. I don't know. She, she has what it takes. So no. it, it does make sense that she would be out soon. And the annoying thing is I kind of hated their attitude towards sort of what she's been doing. Cause again, it's very hypocritical of everybody to say, well, you know, some people have been hiding information and blah, blah, blah. But wasn't it a few uh, round tables ago that they were like, well, I don't need to tell everybody everything. I don't need to be doing my guys, you like fully just like went over this already. It's, it's like the most hypocritical television show. Like, uh, period. I I hate um, it because then because for was... me, it's like a st- it snowballs into well, then you rolled your eyes and you did this and that. It's like <laughs> yeah, because you've all set her up to think that it was fine to act one way, and now you're gaslighting her yeah. to say, well, how dare you act like this, Jasmine? How dare exactly. you? Exactly. Oh, evil. Like what you the have hell? to do it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, what are you it's, say? it's but it's what we love watching. Yeah, well, yeah, it does make everything spice. It's better than you did this one thing, and we're gonna pile on you for no reason, and yeah. we're gonna dissect how you said your fashion is gonna be better than mine, and I listened to the you squint too much, and the <laughs> Alan's jacket like grazed past me, and uh, like. I yeah. would prefer. I do yeah. love UK. I do love the. I love the emotions that we yes. get from these like new players. These players who are like, "Holy shit, I'm on this freaking show. Yeah, I want to catch a trader or be a trader. I want to like dominate the game. Like, I'm here for my family. I'm here for the money. I'm here for the opportunity. And like, there's just so much more depth to it. Yeah, and it's just it is captivating, yeah. right? Um. So episode nine, where what is the mission for this one? It's the grow it's the gross cabin challenge, but instead of being in the gross cabin, it's the tunnels. Right, it's tunnels and they're yeah. sewage tunnels. Yeah. Yeah. So I I remember I had this on because I did skim this episode, but I I skimmed it while I was like doing dishes. So like I had my <laughs> headset on and my iPad there, but I was like loading and unloading dishwasher and like cutting up chicken. <laughs> like I was just so you were, doing some house. It was like an immersive experience. Like you could hear them being like, ah, splashing yeah, and you so were doing gross. the same thing. And I'm like cooking chicken breasts. And yeah. yeah you you had the same just, feels. Um, I was momming it. <laughs> did, did, so I read about, so obviously, like I said, I only just watched the episode before we went on, but I'd read about mm-hmm. what had happened in the episode. So it did give me some sort of introspection into what to expect and sort of how to read into what was happening. And a lot of people had highlighted this sort of shield strategy with Harry. Uh, but a lot of, the discussion sort of looped in what 
you know, discussing it with Molly and all this sort of stuff, which I thought was sort of inconsequential because I feel like from that, at that point, Molly has not shown too deep of sort of an analysis of actions happening around her, especially in regards to Harry. But what did you think? But I did think it was a pretty, if Harry had done this move with a, a little bit more thought into let's have a discussion about this potential plan. Uh, would you have thought that it would be a better move? Do you think it's a good move? Do you think, I feel like it is a good move because, hey, how many times have traders sort of used the shield as an actual sort of um, blinder for themselves and for a recruitment? But in mm-hmm. saying that he at this point now he's outnumbered by the other traders. See, I did think that it was brilliant. Like yeah. when, when, I th- when he got the shields, my thought was this is perfect. He can recruit tonight and they can pretend that, you know, there was a you know, they tried to murder Harry. So it kind of solidifies him as a faithful, but it also masks the fact that there is another new traitor. So that like yeah. when they all get to the fire, if they do banish two more traitors, they may think that, that there's no way there That's can it. be another one because they're not thinking that Harry got, you know, that Harry was a traitor or whatever. So I feel like it is probably the smartest move. I just, I don't know like how I would feel if I was Andrew. Yeah. Being like, okay, Harry, you're going to do that and you want me to recruit. So, like, like all this does is benefit Harry. Yeah. I mean, in a way, it does kind of benefit Andrew as well because, like, maybe Harry and Ross get banished and Andrew's yeah. the last one at the fire and he wins. Yeah. But, like, for the most part, this really is, you know, a full move to benefit Harry. Yeah. And I could see, like, if I was in Andrew's place, being a little hesitant about it. So I didn't know if that was something that, like, Harry should have said to Andrew before the Trader Tower. I do like that he did tell him about it because mm. I'm also like, what if he didn't say anything and was just like convinced him to recruit? And then the mm. next morning was like, they must have tried to kill me because I had the shield. Like yeah. that would have been a little bit worse, I think. So I, I do think it was team player to tell mm. Andrew. Yeah. But I just don't know. I'm team Harry for that reason. I think it was a really smart decision, but I'm also team Andrew in like, I don't know that I would have been okay with that. You know and what I mean? I find it really bold of Harry to have considered that as a move after Andrew had literally come in and said, I'm already suspicious of you pulling weird moves on me. And then mm-hmm. Harry goes and pulls a weird move on him. It's yeah. It does make, and also even when they um, started discussing, Andrew was like, I think we should just murder, murder. So for mm-hmm. the fact that Harry was like, nah, I think we should blah, blah, blah. I feel like immediately I think, Andrew's like. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that Harry probably could have handled that better and still got the outcome that he wanted. Like yes. had he gone in and been like, I've got great news. I've got the shield. Yes. So we can either murder whoever we want or what do you think about the idea? You know what I mean? Like almost if he had to coax Andrew into thinking it was Andrew's idea. Yeah. Like there are ways to do that, right? Like if he had to come in and say, listen, I've got the shield. We have our choice. We can murder whoever we want. Or how about we go ahead and recruit somebody else? I can pretend that they tried to murder me. So nobody realized there was another recruitment. Yeah. And then if, you know, somebody else does leave, then that leaves you and I safe at the fire or, yeah. you know what I mean? Something like that. Like he didn't really give him the strategy behind it other than I'm, I look so much more safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, There's that is basically, 
yeah, that is basically what that that whole thing was about. I look, I look like the biggest faithful ever. So by the time we get to the end and we get to the fire, I can basically join the two other faithful and vote both of you out and then win. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which is brilliant. (laughs) But like you need to make it, you need to make Andrew think that it's his idea. Like you have to explain it to them, to him that there's something in it for him. It can't just be like, Hey, I've got a great idea to protect me. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's Andrew already. Yeah, yeah, Andrew already thinks you're going to turn on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the point? And- no point on prote- doing the most to protect yourself at this point because, like I said before, at this point it's now he- Harry's outnumbered. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, uh, and I think that because so Ross coming in. Ross is also very faithful, faithful. Like people don't suspect him. So Ross coming in now, brilliant move, by the way. Absolutely loved it. Loved Harry saying that, you know, they had to shut Diane up. And I love the anger that you can see in Ross's face as he says Mm -hmm. that and how he does stay composed. Yeah. I think that, you know, what if Andrew and Ross decide to team up and frame Harry? Because Harry is so, like, people don't really think that he is. Andrew's had heat on him already. Ross has been a little bit back and forth with people in their minds. So like, you know, what if they both together decide to throw Andrew under the bus? Because you know, or uh, Harry, because you know, Andrew wants to. He's already like, I watched you do this to three people already. You're trying to save yourself. You're not looking out for me. If they bring Ross in, I feel like they can bond and boot out Harry. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah, basically we've been now set up, I think especially with the Ross set up at the very end of the episode, I think mm-hmm. we have been set up to now know that basically it's Andrew and Ross versus Harry and Harry is not making it to the end. And mm-hmm. basically with the sort of jazz talking about timing and stuff, I just feel like unfortunately it's, it's lights out for Harry. He's shown his cards too much. I feel like basically if in my mind now thinking about, cause there's not that many people left. Mm-hmm. If Molly pieces it, if Molly pieces together, why Harry hasn't been murdered. If that information is shared with uh, the Evie Zach jazz sort of group, if Andrew and Ross are, uh, decide that they do want to turn on Harry, basically there's six people at the very least whose eyes are now all on Harry without Harry. Harry thinks he's magically immune from all of Uh this because who else is left? What Jasmine? That's it. Is that everyone? I think so. Yeah. So, and if they're considering Jasmine, no, no, I said jazz, Harry, I mean, jazz, so yeah, if they get rid of Jasmine, basically what episode 11, I think might Mm -hmm. be the beginning of the end for Harry. Like as in, I, I wonder, so this is my out there theory now, mm-hmm. that Ross and Andrew come together, they collectively banish, frame and banish Harry. Mm-hmm. They, one of them gets a shield, similar yep. to Harry. Mm-hmm. They recruit Jazz. Yeah. Because Jazz has heat on him. Mm-hmm. And then we move forward. I don't know who gets banished when and where or who else gets murdered. Molly, but we get to then- the fire. Yeah, And I, I predict that Jazz wins as a traitor. I think the crazy thought that I had before, 
I can, there's a way that I can see that actually coming to yep. fruition. So I, now I'm wondering, does Jazz like win the game as a traitor? Yeah, I think. That would be so cool. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like that's what this, yeah, there has, I feel like it can happen. They've said, mm-hmm. they've sown seeds for that as well. They've said like, oh, I would have thought Jazz would have been recruited. I would have thought. So I feel like. Because we know like Zach is going to get banished. Jasmine's going to get murdered. Evie's going to get murdered. So it'll be like, the it'll be the four boys and Molly. Mm-hmm. And and they're going to drag Molly around, right along. Yeah, poor Molly. And of course, so. if they make it to the end, if there's the four boys and Molly, so like they get rid of, they they make it to the end. They banish, say Andrew. Yeah. Then they banish Ross. Then it's just. Yeah, because say they get Harry out, so then yeah. it's just Jazz and Molly. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Or it might end hmm. up being, or it might end up being, let's sub out um, Evie for Molly, you know? like. So I wonder, be... I wonder what happens if two traitors get to the end. Like, I have, I, it, I don't even know what my, my rules it, are. Isn't it pris- I think... Prisoner's Dilemma? Well, I think it's different depending on the season. Because I, I thought that, like, it got down to it. Yeah, I, I heard that, like, if it gets to two traders in the final, um, then they have to decide to, like, share or steal. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if there was a rule for it in my season. Like, I can't remember in the rule book if it said that, like, if it gets, if two traders win, that they don't just share it. I feel like for us... That's what was supposed. I don't know. We're Canadian. I think they it- just assume that everybody loves each other. And we're kind of because I think it's meant to just be the prisoner's dilemma, which was why in season two of Australia it was a bit too much because it was too many people for that to really sort of to work to work. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's prisoner's dilemma because I think at the end of the day they ideally either want the tr- they want the traders to turn on each other if they go collectively because and that's why they're. Yeah. They want them to eliminate each other so much, but they still want two at the end because right. they want that scenario to happen. Well, that's yeah, it. They want that's, that. That's the game. That's how they would want the game to play out. But you could have a well, scenario. It's why, it's why there needs to be an ultimatum. Like the, in the rules, if it's down to two, you can choose to recruit, but you don't have to. Yeah. If you get down to one trader, you yeah. have, have to, to give yeah. somebody an ultimatum. There's no choice. Yeah. There's no choice for you and there's no choice for the person. You yeah. just pick who's going to yeah. be your trader and they're the trader, right? So, yeah. um, and that's on purpose so that there's always two traders at the end. I think the only time you can't do it is if it's like the night before finale or finale day or it, it, there is like some rule, but it's basically like, if it's I think the last it's day. Yeah. I think it's the <laughs> actual, uh, yeah. I think, cause I think if I think about the last sort of few seasons, even your season, I feel like that final recruit was like the episode before the finale. So I think it's, yeah, it's gotta be like right the to the end. Um, yeah. So are those our finale predictions? Because by the time we talk about this stuff next week, it, I we know, would have seen three be episodes over. and be the end. How crazy that is that? Is the end. But I feel like we've been pretty good at predicting what's happening. And I think that is going to be what happens. We're so hopefully perfect. Jazz wins. I'll be fine with anyone winning at this point, to be honest. Like everybody's done Literally. enough. Out of the people left, they've all done enough that I'm, mm-hmm. it's not like last season where I was like, what are half these people still doing here? Like you haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. Well, they, this group of people, I'm like, you've all played, you've all had suspicions. You've all sort of been thinking about what's happening around you. It's not just you're blindly following a traitor around so it's so funny though like i'm i'm the worst because i always root for like 
evil a lot of the time. Yeah. And then, but realist and, and any of these shows, like even when I watch Big Brother, I'm like, I yeah. want this one to win. And like, you really root hard. But even at the end, whenever the outcome is finished, I'm always happy. Like yeah. if anybody who's already been murdered or banished won, I would still be happy because the way I look at it is like, if you make it to the end and you win, you're still 10 times better than everybody else oh, in the game. Literally. You did what it took to win. Literally. <laughs> literally. I hate the argument with any show that the winner, mm-hmm. that the runner up or whatever deserved it more than the Should winner. Should have. Sorry, but, no. but one person mm-hmm. won and that's the results. Like if you did, yeah. if you did not do what it took to win, guess what? You're not as good as the winner. And I don't care because if it's not like, as entertaining. I don't care if it's exactly not as flashy. You did what you had to do. Like, even if you look at like things like, like, cause big brother's the worst for it where they argue yeah. over like, so-and-so did so much yeah, more and they should have won. And yeah. it's like, 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 you know, because they only lost cause of like a bitter jury yeah. and it's like, well, mm. guess what? Jur- jury management is part of it's that game. Thing. So if you didn't, you know, treat those relationships the way you needed to treat them, then you still deserve to lose period. Yeah, like whoever yeah. wins wins. Yeah. That's yeah. And that's, <laughs> and, and I think, and I say this every time I talk about the traders, but that is the thing that I love about the traders and why I feel like I really am sort of absorbing as much of it as I can, because it is about those relationships. It's about navigating those things. Mm-hmm. That's why I get so annoyed when people are hypocritical. I, I, I get mm-hmm. so annoyed when they say random things like, because that is them having to navigate that scenario. There's no scenario where uh, that you should have, could have, would have like, it's just, consensus votes it's you're thinking about you're reading sort of cues you're doing all the sort of social gameplay that i think people should be doing in survivor and big brother that mm-hmm. a lot of fans at home forget about they're just like no there's uh, there's numbers there's five people here there's four people here but if two people flip onto the other side they can vote out the person on the other side and then they can go mm-hmm. back to the other side and then those four co- together can vote out blah, 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 blah. Numbers and stuff, talking about numbers and all that sort of stuff is great, but that's not what fascinates me. That's not, to be honest, that's not social strategy. Social strategy is. And that's what I love. Yeah. It's like, uh, Molly loves, loves Harry. Loves Harry. Molly loves Harry. Uh, she, <laughs> her priorities are this. How can I make, turn that to my advantage? Oh, I'll cater this sort of thing to her, blah, 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 blah. That is way more fascinating to me than somebody going, I need you to join my alliance because blah, blah, blah boring like that's not a hundred percent or people who just like go blindly with alliances because they have been in them like let the relationships change right yeah the the cool thing about traders is that it's so quick like big brother is like three months or two months or whatever it is traders is literally you know it it may come on weekly or however many episodes at a time but you're there for like two weeks so you have two people going every single day so like even as you're building these relationships, they're not, they're strong bonds, but right off the bat, they're not as strong as what they need to be. Like, at least like if you're in big brother and I've said this numerous times, I especially like called Kevin Martin for my season was like, dude, if this was big brother, (laughs) you know what I mean? Because at least in big brother, like I went home episode three, if that was big brother, I'd still be in week one. And I almost changed it. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I probably could have lasted the first week. So it's like, it's one of these things that like the shortness of, the time frame that the game is played yeah. also aids in that chaos and that like you need to be even better at the relational yeah. side of things, you know? Well, yeah, like what? You last technically on paper, you lasted one day longer in your game 
as I did on Survivor. Like I lasted two days, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like that weird yeah. thing where it's like you have to realistically, and I guess now we both understand, you do have to rely on those shorter sort of relationships, hunting, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. And as Annabelle was explaining. It's harder me, for those games. Yeah. It's harder. And that's, and we've seen it now with Big Brother people on the traders, how unfortunately I feel like it's shown that the expectation of time is just not there. Mm-hmm. You're going to yeah, have to think faster, games. faster, 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 faster. So, yeah, so no, I I think, yeah, this week coming is going to be really interesting. I, I Now we've talked about how we expect the end, end game to go. Uh, I think it, there's so many scenarios that could happen and I'm going to be perfectly fine with whoever's at the end, but I do hope it's either Jazz. I just, now I think in my mind, I, Harry's just not winning. So it's either... Mm-hmm. Any I kind of want to see an Andrew win. Yeah, or I want. Ross, e- yeah, I like, want Andrew to, to or Ross like, or Jazz to win. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't know. I'm gay for everyone. Can we have like hashtag gay for the oh, cast? Yeah, gay, <laughs> gay. But sorry, everybody, I just everybody love before. Them all. No. Yeah. Oh no, not gay for any of them anymore. No, sorry, no, 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 sorry. No. R.I.P. Yeah. Oh god. Although I'm still, I'm still pretty gay for Sonya. <laughs> Instagram. I need to find her. Yeah, Aubrey you- did write me back. Huh? Haven't tried Wilf again, though. Haven't no. tried Wilf. I don't know that Aubrey knows who I am or what I am or anything. I think I just wrote him as like, and this might have been, I don't even need to even find him. I don't know where it's gone. Um, oh, yeah. He just said, thanks for watching. It was a great time on the show. Um, I just said, so sad to see you go. I was excited to watch you play. You left an impression for sure. Welcome to the Traders family. You know, love from Canada. And he was just like, oh, thanks for watching. I'm like, he has no idea who yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I love this. I love this, like, where it's like we're doing a podcast with that, like, 10 people listen to and we're, like, <laughs> DMing people, expecting don't them know to know we are. <laughs> and we're not even I in love the it. country. Like, we're like, the funny thing is, it's like, in the Australian context and the Canadian context, I'm sure we'd be able to reach out to people and they'd sort of have some mm-hmm. sort of general understanding that we're also reality TV people, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. But, but I just love that we're like trying to go cross country. <laughs> and, and we're like, yeah, our relevance here translates to a completely oh, different country. So good. So good. Yeah. That's why I always, anytime I message somebody, I'm like, you know, welcome to the traders family as if I'm like inducting them in. And then I'm like, but they also have triple my following (laughs) quadruple my following. They're getting to do press on like their news shows and everything. I had like two interviews post-show. Yeah. Yeah. No, same. I like, we are not the same. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love it. No, but you know what? It's humbling. Uh, It's humbling. It's fun. (laughs) I got recognized one time and I know we'll wrap it up because the goal is to be like under an hour and I think we're doing good. No, we're good. Um, We're a little over, but I, I will tell you, I got recognized literally one time okay and i'm in like the smallest place in canada i'm not even in like a big part of canada i'm in like the tiny part of canada and i was at the mall one day with my daughter because we were going to see a movie and like we had to wait for the movie to start so we're like waiting outside some store and this little girl like comes and sits on a bench next to me because her feet were tired because all children's feet are tired immediately when they start moving yeah and the mom was like come on move along and like she like double back and look at me and she was like she's a traitor and then kept walking and i was just like do you want do you want a picture (laughs) talk to me about me come back oh no it was so 
It was nice, but it was so weird. And I was, yeah. and then it never happened again. That was one time. It was, I don't know. It's just nice to know that people at least watched you. It was one. so cool. Like, it, it was, was so funny. Person. And now, whenever it was one person, she recognized me, like, no makeup on, big fluffy coat. But, like, it was so funny because, like, even, um, like, when my mom introduces me to people, because we had a, a funeral last week, and mom was there, and she was, like, introducing me to, like, distant family members who I've, like, met when I was, like, a little girl. And she'd be like, do you watch The Traders? She was on the Traders Canada, like, nudging me and nudging people. And I'm just like, when you have to tell them it's not the same, Mom. Oh, yeah. And 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 this and like, I'll say, and I guess this will be the last uh, other note, but uh, I've been doing um, training um, with my friend Jordan, who was on the season after me on Survivor. And so I've been going to the gym and doing classes. So I've been meeting lots of just new random people, but I do know him. Mm-hmm. And so people, and then they see us chatting and they're like, oh, so how do you guys know each other? And I was like, well, Jordan was on Survivor. And because yeah. they have no context for Jordan, they're like, oh, really? And then I was like, well, then I, and I was also on Survivor, but different seasons and blah, blah, blah. And they're always like, oh, so how was it? And I'm like, oh, damn it. I have opened up. They've asked me about mm-hmm. our relationship and that is the basis of which it is. But if they yeah. open a can of worms that I can't be bothered explaining because I'm like, well, I was first out and I wasn't there that long. John was there way longer than me and all this sort of stuff. And both of us basically don't, like, we've moved on. And all. it's just sort of like, damn it, this one question will come up maybe for the next month and you'll probably yeah. get asked ever again. But every time it opens up the can of worms that I never would have opened unless I they think- ask why we know each other. I think you need to start leaning into it and lying. Yeah. And being like, when they're like, what was it like? You'd be like, well, I made it, I made it to final three. Yes. But then I got backstabbed by this thing. And then this twist happened. And then I ended up being on Jordan's season for a blip, but I was the twist. Yeah. (laughs) I was the captain. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much, Mel. This has been so much fun. Um, Where can we fully, what, what are you doing? How's your podcast? Well, my podcast is so much fun. It drops every Friday and people can follow it um, at on YouTube at Best on the Rock or they can follow me on Instagram or TikTok under the same name, Best on the Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I've been doing good. I've been dropping an episode every Friday and it's been fun. Yeah. So yeah. follow me there and awesome. watch me on Traders Canada. <laughs> streaming now on um streaming now and you can also find me um every week on the traders uk recap with yourself <laughs> on babes yes follow us uh babes on the brink on instagram and twitter not that i post and De- annabelle's not posting at all so it's just me um and then obviously- working on it <laughs> well she's away at the moment so hey i don't think there's going to be much oh well i Maybe she'll post if she meets anybody when she's in the UK. And then obviously you can follow me at Chili Philly on Instagram and at the Chili Philly on Twitter. Um, and your show, you. your show. Oh, yeah. And you can watch my show still. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, you can still watch my show, uh, Chill with Phil on Wow Presents Plus. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's everything. Thank you so much, Mel. I guess, yeah, Great, next thanks. week is finale week. Thank you, everybody. Great. Bye. <laughs> Bye.